For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, we have profit on Wednesday. Not much profit, but we'll take it. Yeah, we made five bucks, okay? Let's admit it. In 24 states, you can actually still buy a gallon of gasoline. In states like California and New York, I'm sorry, I don't even think you can get that. So we turn profit. Let's recap the card real quick. We start with our dog of the day. The Detroit Tigers get the job done against the Minnesota Twins. They win the game 5 nothing, and we cash the ticket for $105. But we tried to get the Yankees on the run line against the Angels last night, but it was washed away, so no action on that play. Then we had Houston and Oakland, and under 7, and it looked good, really good. Going into the bottom of the 7th, it was a one nothing game. I thought Verlander was going to throw a no-hitter. He ends up giving up a couple of hits and gives up three runs to the A's in the bottom of the seventh. So the score stays three to one until the top of the ninth. We are now just three outs away from a guaranteed winning day on the podcast. I'm all excited. I'm all fired up. And guess what happens? The A's can't get those three outs in time. They give up four runs to the Astros in the ninth, and we lose the under bet. And it's a reminder, it's never under until it's over. And that one was victory that slipped away. Oh, that was frustrating for me. Then the White Sox, we played the first five dog of the day with Chicago north of the border at Toronto. And their pitching continues to struggle in Toronto. So we lose that bet for $100. Then our final game of the card, we had Atlanta and Arizona, a first five under four and a half. That was two nothing after five innings. So we cashed the even money wager on that bet to once again make $5 on the day. So now let's move on to the next. And today we start on the PGA Tour. It is the first round at the Memorial Tournament. One matchup play for you. It's Colin Morikawa plus 105 over Patrick Cantley. So both players have excelled on this course. Cantley actually defeated Morikawa in sudden death to win this event last year after John Rahm unfortunately had to DQ himself because of COVID after the third round and a large lead. Morikawa won the workday on this course, plus you sprinkle in a little bit of revenge for losing in sudden death. So I'm going to just grab the plus 105 in round one with Morikawa over Cantley. Next up, we got a Major League Baseball. And we don't know what's going on here. The lines are slow to come out. I don't know all the pitching matchups. What I do know is the Miami Marlins actually have scored 26 runs in the last 24 hours because they played a doubleheader in Colorado yesterday. And today we have Sandy A pitching. Marlins might be a little sore after all those at-bats, but I'm not skipping a Sandy A start. So we're taking the Marlins over the Giants. I expect it to be a run line play, 
I expect the Marlins to be the favorite. So that's the only way we can play the game based on how we do our card here. Cause I'm not taking the under maybe I should, but Alex Wood is getting the start for the giants. He's three and four this year, a 4.81 ERA, a 1.47 whip. His road ERA though is better than his home. He has a 3.91 on the road. May ERA, not so good with a 5.32. That's why I can't play the under there. For Miami, once again, it is Sandy, A-L-C-A-N-T-A-R-A, going for the Marlins. Yes, he's earned my respect. I have to spell his name. I'm not going to mispronounce it. He's 5-2 and two on the year, a two-flat ERA, a one-flat whip. Love those flat numbers, by the way. Eight or more innings in each of his last three starts. And after the double header yesterday for the Marlins and a ton of runs also scored by the Rockies, I expect Mattingly to let him go deep into this game. Could get a little scary light, but I still expect a ton of innings out of him in this one. He has a 1.95 ERA at home. This guy, once again, is the real deal. Marlins struggle a little bit against lefties. Giants hit righties at a decent clip, but this is Sandy. My ATM pitching machine. I'm going to back the Marlins with a to-be-determined line on the run line over the San Francisco Giants. Next up, your first five under. We're playing the Mets and the Dodgers in the dark. No line available on this game either. Dare I say the Dodgers are happy the Pirates are leaving town? I didn't see that sweep coming. We saw value on a daily basis on the Pirates, but I just couldn't bring myself to put it on the card. For New York today, it's Tejon Walker going for the Mets. He's 3-0 with a 2.83 ERA and a 1.26 whip. Six of his seven starts have been good, a 2.70 ERA on the road, and he's gone five or more innings in his last four starts. For L.A., it's Tony Gosselin going for the Dodgers. He's 5-0 this year, a 1.80 ERA and a very nice whip of 0.93. Nine starts and nine starts without giving up more than two earned runs in a single game. A 1.29 ERA at home. Both teams are in the top five against righties, so that's a concern. But looking over the card, the Mets and the Dodgers, I think, is the best under the day, at least in the first five. So we're going to play it in the dark. Once again, the New York Mets and the L.A. Dodgers to the under in the first five. Next up, your game under. Eh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it. It's the Toronto Blue Jays and the Chicago White Sox under the eight and a half. So this series has burned me, but I'm back for a third straight day. For Chicago, it's Johnny Cueto going for the White Sox. Three starts this year, a 2.41 ERA and a 1.29 whip. First two starts, he went 12 innings, gave up no runs. His last start against the Cubbies, well, it was forgettable. Six and two-thirds innings, giving up five. For Toronto, it's Alec Manoa getting the call for the Blue Jays. He's five and one this season, a 1.77 ERA and a beautiful 0.91 whip. He's the reason for this play. All nine starts have lasted five or more innings, and he's yet to give up more than two earned runs in a game all season. He has a 1.33 ERA at home. Both teams are in the bottom half of the league hitting against righties. These teams have co scored, combined to score 11 and 10 in the first two games of the series. Maybe this one will finally be the pitcher's duel I've been waiting for. 
We're going to take the Blue Jays and the White Sox under the eight and a half as our game under. Next up, it is your first five dog of the day. And we're playing the Chicago Cubs over the St. Louis Cardinals. No line available yet. We're hoping for even money or a little bit better. For St. Louis, it's young 22-year-old Matthew Libertor making his third start for the Cardinals. Five innings, no runs, and just two hits last time out against Milwaukee. First start of the year at Pittsburgh, he went four and two-thirds innings, gave up four runs on seven hits. He had a 3.83 ERA in the minors this year, but this is at Wrigley. It could frustrate the lefty in a hurry. We'll find out. For Chicago, it's Keegan Thompson going for the Cubbies. He's 5-0 this year with a 1.58 ERA and a 1.03 whip over 11 appearances with three starts. As a starter, he's gone 14 innings and given up four runs. 24 and two-thirds innings pitched this year at Wrigley Field. He has a very nice 1.09 ERA. So this is one of the great rivalries in all of baseball, the Cubs and the Cardinals. I'm going to fade the young gun and take the Cubbies in the first five with a to-be-determined line. Then the final game of the card for you is our dog of the day. And it's not very juicy, but with today's card, I'm going to take it. It's Baltimore, the Orioles over the Seattle Mariners at a plus 100. So for Seattle, it's Chris Flexen taking the bump for the Mariners. He's two and six this year, a 4.47 ERA and a 1.41 whip. Good start last time out against Houston, going seven innings, giving up one run. He has a 4.97 ERA on the road and a 5.47 ERA in the month of May. For Baltimore, it's Jordan Lyles toeing the rubber for the O's, a 4.26 ERA and a 1.42 whip. Not stellar numbers, but his road ERA is a 6.3, but this game's at home. He has a 2.10 ERA over 25 and two-thirds innings at the friendly confines. Much better May for Lyles as well with a 3.65 ERA. Seattle is just 9-19 and on the road this year. The O's are 13-12 and at home. The splits favor the O's, so I'm going to take the even money and call it a day. We're on Baltimore over Seattle at the plus 100. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. On the PGA Tour, round one of the Memorial Tournament, we're on Colin Morikawa at a plus 105 over Patrick Cantley. In Major League Baseball, we're getting a lot of games. We don't know the lines yet. Our run line, we're taking the Miami Marlins over the San Francisco Giants to be determined. Your first five under, we're taking the New York Mets and the L.A. Dodgers line to be determined. Your game under, we're on the Toronto Blue Jays and the Chicago White Sox under the eight and a half. Your first five dog of the day, we're on the Chicago Cubs over the St. Louis Cardinals. No line available yet. And your dog of the day, the Baltimore Orioles over the Seattle Mariners at a plus 100. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.